Hello, everyone. Welcome to Court Misery, a GH podcast. It's Tara. Um, oh, well, we had another week. <laughs> we had another week. We're back to the original format of me just ranting. Uh, I did. I really enjoyed the spaces. And tomorrow, if you are listening to this today, which is uh, July 9th, um, tomorrow on the 10th, I'm actually going to be guest uh, hosting the GH Sunday shift, so that's gonna be real fun. Um, you guys can check that out. Um, I'll probably I think I've tweeted about it several times, so <laughs> I'll tweet out that link. Um, but I I really enjoy hanging out with the Sunday shift crew. Um, filling in whenever I can. Uh, but I also just enjoy ranting to myself because uh, I'm just talking to myself. So <laughs> I'm ta- I'm talking to you guys, but then I'm also ranting to myself because that's what I do for a living. Um, I'm supposed to facilitate discussions for my job, but, like, students aren't trying to talk, especially mine, because, like, either they're in my 10 a.m. section and they're in China, so it's, like, 3 in the morning or some ridiculous time, or they're in my 8 p.m. section and they're in America and they're just, like, over it because it's 8 p.m. and they're like, why am I in this section? Um, or they're in China and it's 11 a.m., but it's Saturday. And they're like, why am I in school on a Saturday? My life. Um, it's just, um, it's weird. <laughs> and so I oftentimes find myself just lecturing, <laughs> even though it's not technically my job, the professor lectures. But um, moving on, moving on. So, GH, like I said, it's a week. I cannot for the life of me remember when we've had a full week. I have no idea. I think next, like, they're so behind that next week is probably the 4th of July celebration in Port Charles, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's 4th of July 2025, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they're so far in the future. Um, but still, like, we've just had so much happening here in the U.S., um, from the January 6th trials to, like, several mass shootings, um, which is just so awful, like, oh, I can't get into it, but it has caused massive preemptions, and so there has been, like, I think last week we only had, like, four days, um, the week before I think we only had three, um, I cannot remember the last time we've had a full week of episodes, so there's only four, we had 4th of July on Monday, and so there was no, I, Days of Our Lives does an episode, and I don't understand why ABC doesn't trust themselves to just show us General Hospital, I would watch it, like, I'm at home, like, for the first time in my entire life, like, for the past, since 2020, I have a job that allows me to take actual U.S. holidays vacation because I have a salary job, work wage my whole life. And so you wanted to work on holidays because you get time and a half. You're like, yeah, let me get this money. <laughs> like, fuck America. I'm going, to, <laughs> I got to work. But um, yeah, I finally have time to like sit and watch the soap. And even if I had to work, like even if I was at Coffee Bean making lattes, I could just watch it at Hulu when I got home. Like, it was just, it didn't need to be this way. Be like Days of Our Lives in so many, in more ways than one. But um, also not, like, Ron Cavallardi and what he did to GH. Moving on. Um, So we only had four days. Um, The breakup of the week actually wasn't that bad. I This is not a chaos episode. I actually went 
and rewatched the four days because I was like, eh, it's only four days. I can do it. Um, I could not do it. I ended up fast forwarding through most of it. I was like, yeah, I don't care about Dante's horse friend. Nina's crying. Move past this. Now Carly's crying. I don't want to see it. Um, you know, it was just a lot of sunnies yelling at her, like moving on. Um, and so I think the best stuff was towards the end of the week, but that's just like, because of who was on. Um, but it was actually like a, a pretty decent shakeup. Um, we had like certain people in the beginning of the week and then they kind of transitioned to others in the middle. I think the most out of place people this week was Milo. They just like appeared in the Wednesday episode, like, we're here, <laughs> we're not miserable yet, and, like, the fact that Milo is the only couple that's allowed to have moments, like, they're allowed to be happy for, like, a fraction of the time, like, it's so irritating, like, they were just making out in front of the horse, like, <laughs> that poor horse, <laughs> that horse is about to see some shit, that horse is about, I've already thought of the next, the next crazy, um, meme I'm gonna make for the horse, so, if you're, if you follow me on Twitter, be prepared for that, but that horse is about to see some shit, because they're gonna utilize the hell out of that set, you already got Milo making out in front of it, um, but they were really (laughs) weird and misplaced, but I think everyone else, like, if you break it down, and I'll do it in the end, but, like, if you break it down by how many days everyone was on, they were actually pretty spread out pretty even. Um, I know the episode counts just came out, and so everyone's like, Carson has all the episodes. But, like, they've always had all the episodes. And here's the thing is that, like, Carson, like, Maurice Bernard and Laura Wright have the same number of guarantees. Which is why them being together, this is not even me as, like, I'm trying to take, like, my my biased Carson-loving self out of this. But just, like, common sense tells you that if Maurice Bernard and Laura Wright have, like, 200 guarantees a year, then the best thing to do to not have 400 episodes dedicated to Carson, essentially, is just to constantly, just to keep them together, so all of their episodes are the same, and so, like, you don't have, like, episodes with Carly where there's not Sunny, because then they're just gonna take more time from the show, giving Maurice his freaking guarantees. That's why, from 2014 to 2021, it made sense to just keep Carson together and keep them happy, like, okay, they've grown up, this is how they matured, like, they're still messy as all hell, and they're still criminals and shit, but their romantic relationship had calmed down, and they had matured that way, and that way you could keep episode counts with Laura Wright and Maurice Bernard down, but now they're just all over the place, because, like, we have to see, like, crew and Sona and then Carson come back and then Drew and Nina and then (laughs) you know Nina and Carly Drew and Sunny like there's so many different you know ways to combine them there's three of them there's like it's too much and so like I know that with those episode counts coming out and seeing of course Laura right at the top Maurice Bernard right underneath her Um, it's really easy to be like, they're in every episode. They weren't in every episode (laughs) this week. And I want to break it down. So let's, let's do this. Let's break it down. 
Um, let's start with Carsonaru. That's what I'm calling them from now on. They are Carsonaru because they're just together. The four of them, they're like this old house. We cannot get rid of one of them. They're supporting beams at this point, and it's ridiculous. All of the roads that they're creating always seem to lead back to Carson, but not in the ways that anyone likes. It's getting very irritating. Like, so here's what happens. So word spreads essentially about Carly losing the Metro Court amongst Carcerona. Or Carcerona, that's the word. Carsona, Carsona Rue. It spreads amongst them because obviously Carly tells Drew, Drew feels bad, which I don't know why, bro. She did that to herself. Like, understand that like she did it because she believed in you and then Ned let you it's like it's not like you couldn't accomplish I mean it is kind of that you couldn't accomplish it like on the the lost episode the lost spaces episode that I just posted that is so long whoever I see that like a lot of you actually wouldn't listen to it and I don't know how long you guys have to listen to something before it counts it as a listen for me um but I was very surprised. I thought I was going to see a bunch of, like, you guys were going to see that four hours and be like, this sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> but a lot of you listened to it. I posted that one. I did another one the day before because I thought it was lost. But um, I posted that one because I ended up finding it. And I was like, oh, shit, it's so long. But um, I totally lost where I was like, oh, in the, the Lost Spaces episode, Jenna made a really good point about how like, we didn't have enough perspective from Drew for any of this to make sense or for, you know, for her personally to feel bad for him. Um, and so we're kind of not getting that also. Like, so you just feel really bad that she believed in you and, like, risked all this stuff. Like, you told her multiple times not to do that. Like... <laughs> You know, you told her multiple times not to do that. And then she did it because she's stupid. Like, and I love my queen. I love her. But she is so cocky for no reason. You know, she just really believed that was going to happen. And so she looks dumb. And she needs to look dumb because it was a dumb decision. But now Drew is, like, taking upon us, like, I did this to you. Stop making this about yourself. Like, when people say, like, I see stuff between Nina and Drew, the only thing I see between Nina and Drew is their panache to, like, make everything about themselves. Like, get out of here, sir. Like, she's trying to cry in the pool by herself when you're just, like, out here trying to make it better, making it a thousand times worse. So how does he make it worse? He decides he's going to sell Crimson to Nina herself. I'm like, no, you know, it would have been messy to just sell that shit from underneath her. Just sell it. Like, bye. I don't want this. Like, I don't like this all anyway. So like, just sell it. But no, he's going to do like the right thing. Cause you really thought that Carly was going to take money that you got from Nina to buy the Metro court. Like she would burn that in the fires of Mordor because she's that stubborn of a hoe. And I respect the hell out of her for it because I would do the same thing. I'd be like, I'd rather be like, I'd rather do sex work on the streets than take anything from this woman. Sorry, sex work is real work. Like, boom, I got this. You can do sex work, Drew, if you feel that strongly about it. Ryan Lavery energy, moving on. But he ends up like, he doesn't straight out tell her. He's like, I want to buy, I want to sell you Crimson. She's like, uh, no, that's not good. That's not going to be good for me. Just to, like own a magazine and then just like 
be the editor of that magazine and just have my white rich woman opinions all over it and no one to like be like girl what the hell but I mean this is what I'm gonna say about that is that like you already have full creative control over crimson so aren't you already pushing your white lady opinions on everybody and no one can tell you what to do like what's the difference between owning it um but whatever I guess like her stance thought it was a moment so they can have that that's cool I'm fine with that I'm you know I wasn't that impressed but you know I wasn't meant to be impressed but she's pretty much like no we're not gonna do that and he's like cool let me leave (laughs) like let me leave here comes Olivia hey (laughs) and like just in the hallways of Crimson, just as loud as could be, just Benzenhurst everywhere. It's just like, Carly lost everything, and now everything is bad. And then Nina's like, hi, I'm here, <laughs> hearing this. And she's like, well, I don't know what you heard, but also, like, you're going to be paying me now and not Carly, so do that. So Olivia leaves because she was just there to drop, spill the beans. Um... And Nina's like, so, so Carly's, Carly's broke. Oh, okay. Let me tell Sunny immediately. <laughs> Let me just tell him immediately. Um, Carson has some, like, spat in, at the pool. I don't know why he's constantly talking to her. Like, that's the thing. It's like, all roads always lead back to Carson. And it's always like, well, they have to talk. They don't have to talk because they had an amicable divorce and they're not having a custody battle. So they really don't need to talk. Like, he just really wants to bang Nina and have everyone that used to be in his life be okay with it. But unfortunately, all those people, you decided to make your family. And so, like, you can't just do... Because, like, I see this idea of, like, people being, like, and I don't think that Michael should be trying to necessarily ruin his life, but not talking to him is fair because, like, I want to. So my dad passed away, and my parents have been divorced since I, forever. But like, if I like to think that if my parents were together, and my dad just cheated on my mom for fucking no reason because he's an asshole, I would be team my mom, and I wouldn't be talking to my dad, and I def wouldn't be fucking with the woman he fucked. Like, and not to say that it's her fault, because she's single, right? She didn't do anything wrong, but I'm still not going to be friends with her. Like, I don't want to hear about how you're a strong, independent woman and you can do what you want. Bitch, go to hell. Like, go to hell. And so I get why Michael's mad. I understand. You could tell Dante doesn't really know how to feel. He's like, so I'm glad my dad's alive. Like, and I'm going to hold on to that. But also, fuck this woman. She can go to hell. And so, it's a weird time for Sonny. And every time he rolls up on a member of his family that's already told him to fuck himself, it's irritating. And so, he's like, whatever. I'm going to go from Carly to Nina. Why do you keep going? Like, it's disrespectful to Nina for him to keep going to this woman. Like, stop going to her. Leave her alone. Like, this isn't even funny, like, when he would do it with Brenda. Like, when he would just go talk to Carly about shenanigans because Brenda wouldn't like them. You know, now it's just him being like, how have you been? How are you doing? Sir, go away. Like, I've been great because I haven't seen you. And now my life is bad. And so he goes up. Nina's like, so Carly's broke. Um... He's, like, immediately, like, let me go fix that. And starts talking about the divorce and how she didn't take enough of his money. And, like, pretty much tells her that she's a stupid bitch. And I said this on the Lost Spaces episode. Like, I don't understand. I think I might have said it on the other one that's on Twitter. But I don't understand, like, 
people on Twitter were calling her dumb, and I'm like, I don't understand how she's dumb, especially if your criticism is that you don't think that she's strong, you think that she leans on men too much. So the second she decides to not lean on men, when she's out here telling Sunny and Drew to fuck her, fuck themselves because she got herself into this, she's going to figure it out. Like, yeah, she's going to have a plan right now, but like, she's finally trying to do something on her own, and now she's dumb for not leaning on a man? Like, keep the same energy. That's my that's my message. Like, just keep the same energy. Or just be like, I fucking hate this person, and so I'm glad she's suffering. Like, you don't have to, like, <laughs> quantify or qualify what she's doing at all times. You can just be like, I don't fucking like her. That's what I do with Nina. I don't fucking like her. And I don't care what she's doing. Ever. She could be feeding babies. She could be <laughs> giving money to the poor. I'd be like, whatever, girl. <laughs> Bye, ho. And so... That was all I was saying with that. Um, but, like, pretty much Carly's fucked. And I honestly think she's going to Aurora. I think she's going to Aurora. I don't, I, Nina, I heard, I saw in Soap Opera Digest that Nina's going to own the Metro Court. And so they're obviously trying to just give Nina Carly's old character, I guess, like where she gonna own the Metro Court and she's gonna date, she's gonna be with Sunny, and like her and Olivia are gonna have weird hijinks and stuff and maybe become BFFs, whatever. Like this is all so blatant and so dumb. Like let's just move through it and give them the least possible story, because, like, I mean, Sonny can't even remember his lines, so I'm not really missing Carson as much as I thought I would, um, but Sonny goes back after, like, telling Carly that if she loses the Metro Court, it's her fault for being a dumb bitch, like, how romantic for Carson stands, um, I am myself a Carson stand, wasn't great to see, um, but, uh, of course, once he gets back, Nina's crying. <laughs> Nina's crying about some shit that don't got shit to do with her. Because that's who she is. Just like Drew. Just how Drew was like, I feel bad that you believed in me. Like, now she's like, I feel bad that Sasha feels bad because I have a slightly but not anywhere close to the same fucking story that Sasha has. Stop trying to make her sympathetic with people who don't care about her. Like, just give the Sona stands what they want and have them be romantic. People who like Nina, I assume, don't want to see her cry this much. They just want to see her win. But, like, they can't even give her that. It's constantly like, I'm so sad. Like, it's just embarrassing. And now they got my girl crying at the pool with this foolishness. Like, girl, if you don't rise like a phoenix from these ashes and stop foolish. Like, smack Drew in the face with that bottle and then ride him all the way to fucking Sonny's pimp palace and let him know that you don't need that hotel. His stupid bitch girlfriend can keep it. Because that shit's stale and dry anyway. Owning the Metro Court is very 2007. So we're going to move past it. You can have that girl. Try and recreate a backstory for you on this show. Moving on. Britt Westbourne. Britt Westbourne. Future horse girl. Ooh, what are they doing to Brit? <laughs> Let's fuck Brit. What are they doing to Dante? Because Dante was in one episode 
He was in Tuesday's episode. He was literally just there to prop his horse friend that he met one summer and they're acting like they literally grew up together. You know how I know that they were only there like one summer? Because Olivia's never even met this person. She's never even met this person. She's like, the famous son, Cody. And you're like, so you never met this person? And you go let them in your house around your child? Because Dante said he was real fun when they were 12? A mess. Like, you just hired... She just hired him. Like, Ned came in later with, like, a, a... a background check was like, bro, you sound like a whole ass criminal and a bum. <laughs> and Olivia's like, Ned, how dare you? <laughs> Ned was telling zero lies. He does sound like a criminal and a bum. <laughs> Get him out of your house and away from your young child. But the horse likes them. And like Tracy said, horses don't like bad people. And so he stays. <laughs> he stays. Um, but Dante's not even in the story. Sam wasn't even on this week. A fucking mess. And he's like the GH elevator of this story. He's just here to make sure that the woman who kidnapped his son gets a happy ending. So love that for Dante Falconeri. Love that that's happening to that man. Um, who's been on the show for like, what, 13, 14 years? Okay, moving on. Um, Spinelli's doing something, but I also don't care what it is. Like, (laughs) I do not care what it is. Like, something to do with the dating service. Like, are they making fun of dating services? Like, they're pretty common now. It's not even, like, 10, 12 years ago where people were like, ooh, you're gonna get murdered by someone on the internet. It's like Ubers. Like, I remember when Ubers first came out, and people were like, so you just want me to get in some strange person's car? And now it's like, yeah, get in the car, let's go. And so, like, are they making fun of it? Are they scamming Brit? What the hell is going on? But like I said, I also don't care what's going on. I'd rather get back to Vanna. So, you know, it is what it is. Spinelli tries to, like, you know, Sonny sees some shenanigans. Spinelli, like, waves him over and he's like, ah, this is my friend Sonny Corinthos, the mobster. Uh, Sonny's kind of like, bro, what the hell? What's going on? What is this? Um, and also, like the audience, it's like, you know what, bro? I don't fucking care. But if you go drop my name, then you should probably tell me what's up. And, like, exactly. If you go drag us through all this and introduce a whole new camp friend for fucking Dante, you should probably tell us what's up. You shouldn't just be (laughs) super evasive and have... Spinelli dressed like Don Johnson in Miami Vice. Like, it's a fucking mess. Uh, but Dante's horse friend, he got the job, he's at the queues, and he tells the horse that he's a hustler. Okay, okay. Ooh, Brit is like whining to Kevin about her gift, and Kevin is like. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) I have things to do. Um, But then all of a sudden, the nurse is like, that horseman left his belt buckle. He said that you were his... Oh, that's your boss. Like, did you just walk up on your boss and tell her to go break some random bum a belt buckle? If you don't throw that shit in lost and found and let that man come get it himself, like, 
sir come get that shit yourself like she could have saw him and been like oh bro your belt buckles in the lost and found you should go get that but the fact that she felt how did she know that he got a job at the stable because I could have fast forwarded through it It, you know I'm not sure but like she just found him she was like I found you the the belt buckle led me here like make it make sense but she finds him and the first thing that he does is like call her a stupid bitch (laughs) <laughs> he was like, I was a like, I was a rodeo clown in Cheyenne, and she was like, okay, that sounds like a terrible life. I'm gonna go, and he just thought like, I can see why you're on a dating service because you seem like a real stupid bitch, and I'm supposed to root for this. Like, I'm supposed to root for this. Where is Roger Howard, another person who's only been in one episode in like, in like three months, like. <laughs> Like, Maxie and him went to the woods. I guess he was in two. But him and Maxie went to the woods, and Maxie didn't have none of her kids. Like, she fought so hard to get some kids back. And now she's just like, Mac and Felicia, you got this. Y'all got this. Let me go. Let me go make out with the man who delivered my baby in the woods. Um, But a lot of people want Brit with Austin. But no, we get this (laughs) criminal slash bum slash horse whisperer. Telling horses he's a hustler. <laughs> this story is so bad. Um, and of course I called this one. Of course he blackmails Vanelli into like setting him up with Brit on the society setups. I'm just like, how you gonna make fun of her for being on the dating service? And now you on the dating service getting matched with her? And then what does she have to date him? Like, can she not just swipe left? Like I don't understand, like, that woman, it's not a blood contract, right, she got a blood oath to that woman to go on any date she sent her on, like, no, I would be like, I'm sorry, like, if I got matched with the man who drop kicked me into a pool, made me a gif, and then called me a stupid bitch after I saved his life, I would cancel that service immediately, I would be like, whoop, lady, you set me up with a whole ass criminal slash homeless person (laughs) I run a hospital you think I want to date people who don't have an address whose address is a barn (laughs) he got his mail forwarded from Dante's couch to a house barn (laughs) and this is who they set her up with I would I would write all the reviews. I would write all the reviews on that. I would be on Google reviews. I'll be on Yelp. I will be everywhere just being like this. They set me up with a bunch of people who didn't come see me. And then a parachutist dropped kicked me in the face, told me he was a bum. And then they sent me with him. <laughs> they set me up with him. Like, don't get this service. Go to, like, <laughs> pretend you're Jewish and go to J-Date or something. Like, go to, uh, I have not been on a dating service. Go to Tinder. Like, <laughs> Tinder is better. A mess. It is a mess. Let's move past Brit. Ooh, Brit, future horse girl. It'd be a mess. All the Westboards love them horses. We just found out Willow liked horses. Um, I bet horses don't like Liesl. 
there's no way. There's no way they can. Like, I need a scene with Liesl near that horse, and I need the horse to start flipping out, because there's no way a horse can like Liesl. She is so evil. Um, moving on. The young adults, um, they hate each other. <laughs> they hate each other, and they were only on one day a week. They were only on Tuesday. And so, Cameron with the plan, like, Ooh, Cameron gonna plan himself out of friends and family. He gonna plan himself out of his, you know, his trust fund. <laughs> he gonna plan himself out of poor Charles. He about to plan himself out of existence with these plans, these these garbage plans. Um, so he called, what did he call Jocelyn last week? The porn queen of, I think he called, yeah, Tuesday, the porn queen of poor Charles. Woo, Spencer, why? He's trying to goad her to make a a scene so Carly walk away so Cam can take the DNA. But Jesus, I feel like there was something else you could have said. Like, ugh. And so Jocelyn, I wish they would just let Jocelyn punch him. Like, just let her put hands on him. Stop throwing his ass in the pool. But um, she throws him in the pool. Then Esme throws her in the pool. I could have jumped in. <laughs> the television and put hands on my girl. Uh, like, put hands on that girl. Like, how dare you throw my girl in the pool like this? And, of course, Trina had the same thing. So, Trina was like, bitch, you go in the pool. You dumb bitch. Like, how you gonna frame me, make a sense tape of her, and then act like the victim in all this? That's the most irritating part of all of this. Like, because we know she did it and how hard she's, like, pro- proclaiming her innocence and blaming Trina. It's just like, oh, I could strangle you to death with both hands, but I will settle with throwing you in the pool. So Trina, the only person not in the pool, love that energy for her. And Carly ends up banning uh, Spencer and Esme while she still got the chance, which I love that for her. She said, I still own this hotel today, so bitch, get out. <laughs> Spencer, get out, take your little bitch with you. Um, sorry. I always, I'm trying to stop calling women bitches, but at least, at least her character deserves it. That's what I'm going to say. At least her character deserves it. Because, like, damn, I will not be buying any redemption storyline for her. Absolutely not. Um, But the young adults are just a mess. It's like Trina's mad at Spencer. Josh doesn't trust Cam. Nobody likes Esme, and Esme is probably not all of them. So that is, like, hopefully this kicks into gear next week, the week after, because um, it should go with the shooting schedule of, the uh, of you know, Eden and William, because uh, I know that SC, they're on the semester system, so I think they were out in May, and so they had all of, like, like probably, like, the end of May... Um, all of June, and then I know they're going to go dark for three weeks here in July, and so um, they might have a few more weeks of shooting in the beginning of August, but I know that um, everyone on semester goes back end of August. Um, everyone on quarters, which is what the UCs are on, goes back in the end of September, and so um, there's probably a few more weeks of shooting with them. So, like, hopefully this gets wrapped up and we can see Sprina move forward because that's honestly what we want. And, like, I think that that timeline actually works for William and Eden going back to school because, like, 
Tabiana and Nicholas are on contract and they're full-time. So, like, if we can get Sabrina together by fall, they can have the whole fall and winter to just be in love. Um, Just make out all the time. So, hopefully, that is where we're heading. We are wrapping this up because I don't... I cannot see more of Esme just being a bitch. <laughs> I just can't. I can't see it. Um, hurry up and break up Neva, but like get rid of, get rid of, um, get her out of the path of Sprina. That's what I'm saying. Because I don't think they're gonna get rid of her, but I need her out of Sprina's way. Because I'm getting real irritated with that. Um, moving on, uh, Brasha and the baby Bjorn. Whoo! Brasha and the baby Bjorn. Uh, this was the heartbreaking story of this week. This one, we need to utilize. I never thought these words would come out of my mouth. This is a triumphant moment for this couple. We need more Brasha. We need to utilize Brando and Sasha more because they fucking killed it this week. They killed it. Sophia gave what needed to be given. Brando was supporting her every, or I mean, Johnny was supporting her every step of the way. It was beautiful, especially given the dialogue and like how that had to be set up because it just looks so bad. And I understand because like, I don't want to say like, you know, spouses and like, Long-term partnerships, that's what they're about. Like, you know, you need to be able to make decisions for your partner when they can't make decisions for themselves. But I think the way they set this up with, like, Brando being just so out of the loop with all of this, um, it just goes into the fact that they got married too quickly and that, like, he didn't know her well enough. I'm glad that he's able to be there for her and make decisions for her because he's clearly making really good ones. And so let's get into it. Um, Sasha's on the Home and Heart channel with, like, Morgan Fairchild and some actress from One Life to Live that I can't remember, um, and she's doing well, everything's doing great, and then, you know, right before she takes, like, right before she goes on TV, she takes a whole ass pill in public, I'm like, girl, Sasha, what pills are those? Like, that's always the thing, it's like, I feel like people are just handing her pills, and I'm like, what pills are those? Like, excuse me, like, what? pills are those they're never like they're uppers they're downers they're like they're just pills so she's just taking these nameless pills out of a bag <laughs> like girl if can you get a cute pill case please like like one of these classy la druggies like <laughs> just have it in like their nice like amsterdam pill case i got my friend one of those i was like here you go girl she has a chronic illness she's not a a pill popper, she, um, she is lupus, so I just wanted her to have a nice pill case, because she has to, like, drag it around a lot, and so, um, yeah, girl, can you do that, but, like, she just got her loose baggie of pills in her purse, <laughs> so sad, um, she takes one, everything's going fine, because, like, Sasha's kind of proven that she can keep her shit together, even when she's high as a kite, um, which is a skill, it is a skill. It's like Leslie Nope when she had the flu and she just she kept it together for that one speech and she gave the speech. She moved everyone and then they started asking her questions. She's like, "Why is your face rearranged?" Like that's fucking Sasha. <laughs> but um, 
this the chick from One Life to Live came out of freaking nowhere. And she's just like, I got this baby Bjorn. You should try it. And everybody's like, oh, shit. And so she tries it. And they put, like, an actual baby doll in it. And I'm like, okay. This about to be bad. And, of course, it turns into, like, for Sasha, it turns into a real baby. I think that's Sophia's baby. It was a very cute baby. If that's her baby, it was a very cute baby. And I can see it being her baby because it could be, it would be, they're not using, obviously, Liam passed away. And so it would only be a one-off. And so it would be really kind of stupid to, like, work really hard to get a baby used to Sophia um, if we're only going to use it for a few minutes, like, a few minutes, essentially. So I think that may have been her son. We'll see. They usually post that stuff in, like, Soap Opera Digest or someone gets the tea on it. And so we'll see if it, if it was hers. But um, she starts seeing Liam. She starts, like... He came back to me, like, on national TV. Um, that's what Nina was crying about, like, girl, get out of here. Uh, but Brando, like, is like, oh, no, oh, no. Um, Paparazzo dude who gave her the pills is just taking all the pictures. Lucy started beating his ass. That was amazing. I was like, yeah, get him, Lucy, get him. Um, Maxi is just shocked, like, oh, no. And then, um what do you call it, Brando just gets her, like, he just goes in front of the camera and everything just gets her, like, come on, girl, we're gonna go, and she realizes that it's not, it's a doll, like, she's like, what happened to him, and starts just screaming, it's like, it was crazy, give this woman an Emmy, give this woman an Emmy, and so they have to take her, let's take her to GH, Kevin's waiting, he's been listening to Brit's problems for hours, so he had nothing to do, and, um, they essentially 5150 her, and, like, having, like, to ask Brando to, like, go through her things and commit her, I thought that, like, he did it really, really well, like, he wasn't mad, he, he was, like, I, I really wish we had gotten more of Brasha past Wednesday, um, just because I think, I think it would have been really great to, to see Brando's point of view on that, because he looked real shattered to have to, like, because she didn't want to get committed. She was like, let's just go home. Let's just go home. And Maxie's there, like, I don't think she should go home. Like, this shit, oh, no. Um, and so when he had to do that, like, his face, I was like, oh. And, like, let me just say this. I said this in a, a spaces, like, Maxie and, and freaking Lucy. I thought they did really, really great that day. But, like, they've been pushing Sasha to do stuff she wasn't ready to do for months for months since Liam died and so this idea that like now y'all care now you're like has Sasha's been acting weird Sasha's been on drugs for weeks she's been acting weird for weeks y'all just didn't want to see it because you were trying to make money and so this deception storyline is not done well Sasha and Brando's story is done better I'm not gonna say it's done well but it's definitely done better and like the actors on that end are elevating that shit because like my heart was breaking for them, and, like, the home and heart lady comes out, she's trying to pop off, she started talking about, she gonna sue deception, Miss Wu came out of nowhere, she was like, bitch, no, you not, like, <laughs> bitch, no, you not, like, that's not my money, and this t- pretty much tells her, like, mm, you could have just googled Sasha right before and known that her baby died, that was a quick search, it wasn't even like some hidden thing. Everyone knew about that. 
they have been talking about how like because deception itself have been like promoting Sasha's pregnancy and being like we're gonna have a pregnancy line and we're gonna do stuff like that and so when she lost the baby they had to explain themselves and so people know that Sasha lost her baby like if you were acting like you didn't know that's on you um and so Miss Wu was 100% correct and I love that it wasn't even out of the goodness of her heart because Lucy's like thank you so much thank you for that um and she was like bitch shut up like get your star together what the hell's wrong with her like She's messing with my money. Tell her to get her fucking life or get a new star. Um, which I honestly think they should consider doing. I honestly think that the face of deception should be Jocelyn or Trina. Preferably Trina. And just have Trina. Because, like, preferably, like, or just have it be, like, you know, Sasha has to step down. And she realizes that, like, the pressure of being the face of deception is really what's making her backslide into drugs. And so she just wants to take a more business approach to it. Um, and she doesn't want to be the face anymore. And so they would have to have a new face. And like, even if they're going to keep Esme, like this is a good way to like have the three of them versus each other, like have them all trying to be the new face of deception and stuff like that. I just think it's something that we can push because it really does seem that like being the face of deception is really what's the hardest part of her life right now um and it's where she has the most triggers and so ugh, uh brasha give them more story give them more story um chaylin's still not banging chaylin is still not banging that's their freaking name now chaylin's still not banging now they're actively fighting which is so irritating like Chase is mad because he just now realized that BLQ is a selfish hoe really really Chase like she's been this way since jump but now it's a problem honey make it make sense and so they both go to talk to their parents who agree that they should bang like y'all like each other so why don't y'all just fuck with each other and they're like because we can't like there's different reasons we can't excuse me and so, in the end, they decide that maybe that he should be a pop star, maybe, but he still wants to be a cop. And, like, she shows him the video that Leo, like, I love Leo, don't be mad at me, Brit, but Leo did the least. I'm sorry. I retweet things all the time, okay? It's just, like, and 22,000 views is not a pop star make. I'm just gonna throw that out there. You should have put, like, a million views on that, like, 22,000, okay. Okay, I'm sure I have videos that have 22,000. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a pop star. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't singing in them, but I'm pretty sure my Vanna video with Kiss the Girl has, like, close to that fucking amount of views. And, like, nobody's calling me to be an editor, and nor should they. Um, and so we'll see. They could have just been doing L&B records, but we got to do all this whoop-de-woo, this contrived bullshit for them to not bang. And they were on most of the week they were one of the storylines that was heavily featured and so they need to be doing more with Shaylin they really need to be doing more with Shaylin I really am like I'm done talking about Shaylin there's what else is there to talk about because it's the same repetitive conversation over and over and over again about how they should date and like Brooklyn talking about being a pop star 
instead of dating. Like, shut up, girl. Just bang him and then decide what y'all gonna do with his career. Like, what the hell? Ugh. Um, Liz. So Liz was in the last two days. Um, she only wanted to see the liaison baby, which that's funny. Because, like, Kevin was like, someone's here to see you. She's like, I don't want to fucking see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> this way she's so angry <laughs> she's like fuck everyone fuck Finn <laughs> and um here comes Jake and then Jake starts talking about her parents which <laughs> you didn't sit him in there for that <laughs> you sent him in there to prop up grandma and grandpa Weber okay and Liz looks like she about to <laughs> try strangle her favorite son and so he leaves she's like you should leave um and then kevin starts poking and prodding her and she like throws a puzzle at kevin which made me <laughs> and then just checked herself out of shady brook she's like i'm getting out of this weak ass like moderately secure prison i have to leave and so she literally goes from shady brook does not go to her house just immediately puts the scrub she has on in her car in on in the GH parking lot and it's just like I'm here I'm ready to work <laughs> I'm ready and Britt and Terry are like what girl <laughs> did you not even come from a mental institution or did we make that up and she's like yeah but I'm fine like it's, I'm fine let's go to work let's do this and Britt's like girl no <laughs> Go talk to HR. Like, absolutely not. Um, and Elizabeth just starts reading the shit out of Brit. <laughs> She's just like, fuck you, bitch. I'm just like, damn, Elizabeth. Like, Brit's making stuff. It's funny because all of my Elizabeth damn mutuals were in my mentions. Like, I fucking loved it. <laughs> like, I loved it. But she was reading the shit out of Brit like, bitch, this personal, isn't it? And so Terry's like, uh, girl, I would have, I would have done the same thing. Terry looked great. I just want to say that she looked great this episode. I was like, girl, girl, why are we not feeling Terry? Like, get Terry a fine man. Um, but yeah, Terry tried to tell Elizabeth to calm down. Elizabeth pretty much tells her to fuck off. <laughs> She's like, bitch, you can't tell me how to live. <laughs> it's like, damn, Elizabeth is fighting everyone except Finn. Like, which is weird because in Thursday's episode, she was like, I told Finn I don't want to fucking talk to him. And then she was like, making out with him <laughs> in Friday's episode. I was like, if Elizabeth don't turn out to be two kinds of crazy, then this just waste. <laughs> this just waste because I thought I loved Becky's energy. <laughs> Like, yes, yes, girl, yell at all of them, queen. You don't have fucking time for these people and their bullshit. Um, it was great. Um, Finn sounded fucking crazy at Shady Brook when he was just like, I'm a doctor, and before you say wrong specialty, denial can be infectious. Yeah, like, you're in denial that Elizabeth, you know, actually doesn't want to date you. <laughs> You in denial about that. The show is in denial about it. Like, the writers are in denial about it. So you're right. It is infectious. It's all over the show. Because Friday they had y'all making out. And everybody, 
Like, I already have a perfect meme for them that I'm also make <laughs> after I'm done recording this in a few minutes. And so, um, yeah, like, what the hell, Finn? Like, ugh, this is terrible writing for him. Ugh, do better. Uh, but the final, uh, before I go to the final story, Alexis and Gregory, non-starter for me. That whole thing. Isn't he a lit professor? Because he was like, I study journalism professionally. You don't study it professionally. You research journalism academically. And you teach journalism. And you teach journalistic ethics. But do you do any of those things? Because for the past two or three years, you've been a lit professor. And that's a completely different department. The English department and journalism are not the same. Like, I think that they can be in the same department, but then, like, those departments themselves are completely different because, like, English is really, like, grammar. Then you have lit, which deals with books. Then you have, like, poems, which in certain universities can be their own major. Then you have journalism, which doesn't usually fall under English departments. It can fall in English departments, but it doesn't usually. Journalism is taught by the communications department. And, like, I'm just so confused because these are things you can just look up online. Like, I understand that, like, most people are not going to be in an academic setting and they're not going to really, like, know all the different majors and, like, the different branches of academia and like who fits where but just because words are written or thoughts are you know typed out or doesn't make it just straight English because like journalism can be done in any language with any type of grammar syntax and so obviously you would never put a journalism department in like a lit department And so I would say that, like, maybe some smaller liberal arts colleges have, like, English, you know, communications type things, like, in the same department. But, like, it's very rare. Mostly journalism is kept in the Department of Communications. That's where most journalists, because, like, comms is for people who want to be, like, anchors and stuff like that. And then journalism itself is for people who want to write. And so it's just a, it's a, it was a weird fight for them to even be having. Like, Alexis should have been like, bitch, I'm a lawyer. Have several seats. Um, But whatever, let's get away from that story, because it's a non-starter. I don't even care. He compared her to Peter August. He can die in a fire. so coffee today. I don't have COVID. It's fine. Um, final story. Laura beats the recall election offline and, <laughs> you know, she almost gets drugged and murdered by Valentin and Victor. <laughs> she rose above. <laughs> she rose above using her own special power called the power of being proud of someone <laughs> or forgiving someone. And so, uh, she has lunch with Alexis and Anna. She tries to talk block Vanna. And Anna's looking at her like, girl, <laughs> did you or did you not marry Luke Spencer and Scott Baldwin willingly? Did that not happen? Did I, Am I making this up? Okay, have several seats. Thank you. I got this. I'm a spy. Bye. Um, and so then she, Anna goes as far as with Victor and pretty much tells Victor she's going to punch him in the throat if he come for her or if he's doing something to Valentine. And so, um, 
he tries to say some rude shit to her, and she's just all like, I'll say some rude shit right back to you, my guy, like, I'm British too, I got plenty of one-liners, we could do this all day, uh, and she finds out that Raccoon, that Valentine wasn't at Raccoon Ridge as long as we thought, so that's about to pop off, Valentine is being blackmailed, by his father, who has Charlotte somewhere, and won't let Valentine see her, see her, so that's essentially why he's doing everything he's doing, thank you for telling us, thank you for telling us, Chris and Dan, I needed it, um, but he pretty much tells Victor, like, well, if you do something with my daughter, I'm gonna stab you in the heart, so, like, I'm gonna slit your throat, I'm gonna stab you in the heart, I'm gonna throw you in the fires of Mordor, so, what's up, that's what's up, like, I want my motherfucking daughter delivered to me motherfucking now, and that's what's up. Victor is like, I want you to do some shit to Laura, which, like I said, I don't know if he was just drugging her, if he was actually going to kill her, or, um, that shit was floaty as hell. Like, if I had come back and I just saw a bunch of shit float in my drink, I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? (laughs) Bro, what is this? (laughs) This is a mess. Like, you trying to drug me? But Laura didn't see none of it. And she starts going on about, like, ah, uh, like, the, she gives him the Cyrus Renault treatment, where she's just like, ah, I just think you're a good person. Like, not, like, good as in you do good things, but as in better than you were when you were shooting my husband and my son out of a window. And so, and I think Anna likes you. And you know what Anna doesn't like? people who drug me, and so he had to knock that drink out her hand, it was so messy, <laughs> he just, like, he punched her in the titty, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say happened, he had to punch Laura in the titty to get that drink out her hand, and of course, Kevin rolled up, like, did you just punch my wife in the titty, what the hell, um, <laughs> and Valentine's like, I said I was tired, <laughs> I told her I was tired, so, that's my excuse, I'm tired, sometimes I punch titties when I'm tired, let me go home and rest, <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin and Laura were just like, I don't know. Like, Kevin's like, I don't know. Britt's been whining to me all day. Sasha went crazy. Ooh, and now Valentine's punching you in the titty. Let's go home, girl. <laughs> Let's get out of here. And so that was pretty much the week. Um, things that I liked, uh, not much. <laughs> Not much. I did like Sunny telling Spinelli, like, look, I don't fucking care what you're doing, but if you want to drop my name, you need to let me know, because what the hell? I felt that. I was like, yeah, if someone name dropped me and didn't let me know it was up, I'd be upset too. So I was there. Um, I liked that Flora woman from Home and Heart or whatever, pretending like Sasha did anything to her face. Like, she was wearing the exact same makeup she had on. before. I was like, what? I went back and watched that several times. I was like, she didn't do nothing, but okay. She was like, I look amazing. I can't believe it. I look like a new woman. I was like, a mess. Um, Trina not be, being the only one not in the pool. I freaking loved it. Loved that. Um, despite it being, you know, Despite him being oblivious to his wife's pain and problems, I did enjoy Brando. I, I thought that he he did he really killed it this week. I thought it was very, very good. Like I said, same with Sophia, uh, but I thought Johnny, like he he was given like they could have played that real aggressive. Like she's crazy. Lock her up. Um and he, he was really like, Ah, I feel bad about this. 
Um, and so that was great. Clown of the Week, just to bring it back. <laughs> Clown of the Week is Dante's horse friend. Because what the hell, my guy? It's tied between him and Spinelli. Because that storyline is just so stale and dry. And, like, Emmy Seabod, <laughs> Emmy, uh, Kelly Seabod just won Emmy. So she deserved better than this. <laughs> She deserved better than this, but <laughs> this is what she got, so <laughs> oops. But yeah, um that <laughs> criminal bum is clown of the week because bro, how are you such a bum and such a criminal? And how are you gonna monologue to a horse and tell this woman who's got a whole ass career and like terrorist parents that she's a stupid bitch? Like you a criminal and a bum. <laughs> so, like, that's just a mess. And how are you going to not have an address but have a society set up to count? What was the address before you got the the barn address? Like I said, Dante's couch? So he's clown of the week. But I'm going to end it here because I'm actually running out of time. And I can see it's almost an hour. Damn, I talked for a while. And, like, my, my recording app is telling me, like, girl, we about to shut you off. So thank you for listening. Once again, tomorrow, um, July 10th, I'm going to be on GH Sunday Shift, guest hosting that. It's going to be real fun. But um, always, as always, thank you for listening to this. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at port underscore misery. Um, but have a great day. Have a great weekend.